Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information, or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. Hey friends, I hope these last few days have treated you well. I've been in constant prayer for you, and at the moment my prayer is that you would be filled with hope. In fact, at this time my prayer for you is the exact same as Paul's prayer was for the church in Rome. In his letter to the Romans, chapter 15, verse 13, Paul writes this, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that By the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. So that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. That is the focus of our reflection today. And as a way into this theme, we begin with a wonderful reading from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 13, verses 24 through 37. A reading from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 13, Verses 24 through 37. But in those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly I tell you, This generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Be aware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cock crow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. Here ends the reading. Woody Allen once said that at more than any other time in history, mankind faces a crossroads. One path leads to despair and the other to total extinction. He then added, let us pray for the wisdom to choose correctly. 
I sure hope you do not feel that way at the moment. I don't feel that way at all. In fact, at times like this, I've always been drawn to the words spoken by St. Julian of Norwich. All shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall end well. I really do believe that. All shall be well. But at the same time, I know that we face a very serious situation, and I'm also a human being, meaning that my heart does give in to fear from time to time. But more than that, I know that our society often lacks hope. There are so many people in our world, and many with whom you're very close, who lack real hope and who go about their day feeling either apathetic or pessimistic. And I think it's fair to say that you and I live in a pessimistic world. You know, after a while, life just has its way with us. The things we love, the things we rely on, they all seem to pass away as Jesus said they would. And while this experience of the things we love passing away may be unique to each one of us, we all know that gut-wrenching feeling because life is always changing and when everything is always changing, some good things we love just come to an end. Watching the things we love, the things we rely on, pass away, this is just part of the human experience, and yet it is an experience that can cause so much suffering. Now, to put the passage we just heard in its proper context, Jesus has just finished warning his disciples about a time of great suffering. And to be more specific, he predicts the destruction of the Jewish temple. Now, if you listened to our episode on Monday, I made a reference to the destruction of the Jewish temple in 587 BC. Well, that temple had been rebuilt and the Romans would destroy it again in the year 70 AD. And so this was a different temple, but its meaning to the people did not change. You see, the temple was the epitome of everything they loved and everything they relied on. It was the sole mediator in their relationship with God. The temple was God's home, where God literally chose to dwell. It's also where sacrifices for sin were offered and accepted by God. And so the forgiveness of sin was mediated through the temple. I mean, that is a very big deal. And so imagine what the disciples were feeling when Jesus told them that the temple would pass away. In other words, what Jesus predicts and what Mark is looking back on was an incredibly traumatic event. The Jewish temple was obliterated by the Romans, which means that from the perspective of many devout Jews, God's home was demolished. Now, I don't mean to downplay the sadness and the inconvenience of suspending corporate worship at St. Michael's for a few weeks, but my God, how does one even begin to articulate what it's like for the center of one's religious world to pass away? Well, borrowing the imagery of the Hebrew scriptures, they talk about how the sun and the moon just stopped giving their light and about how even the stars fell from the heavens. And so, believe it or not, the gospel that you just heard, it's not about Jesus predicting the end of the world, but that doesn't mean that faithful Jews in Jesus' day didn't wish that he had. Because when the temple passed away, so did their hope. 
After all, the temple was a symbol for everything they loved and everything they relied on, and it passed away, and it left them wondering, and it leaves us wondering, is there anything good that will last? As a church and as a society, as we hear about illness and death and community spread, as we worry about the people we love, we wonder, will the things I love, the things that are good, will they last? And so the reason I chose this passage for our second reflection this week is because there's a word or two in there that I think God would have us hear. First, when life gets the toughest or when our pain is the greatest and that when our fear threatens to undo us, this is actually the moment that Jesus Christ is closest to us. As today's gospel puts it, when you see these things taking place, remember these horrible world-ending things, when you see these things taking place, you know that the Son of Man is near. And so that is the first word that God would have you hear today in the midst of whatever scary change you find yourself in. Jesus Christ is near at the very gates. Behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That is his promise. But second, because Jesus is near, this is a time more so than ever that as a church, we need to resolve to keep awake. It's a season to expect, to prepare, and to pray. This is not the time for the people of St. Michael's to take a spiritual nap. No, it's a time to chew on Revelation 21.5, which says, Behold, I am making all things new. This is a time to pray, to get intentional about reading Scripture, to take responsibility for the future of this parish and for our community, to care for the weak, to shield the joyous, and to get more serious about leadership and evangelism. This is a time to get more thoughtful about Jesus and about the place that Jesus has in our life. For you do not know when the master of the house will come, but when he does, our Lord will not find us sleeping. I said this in the email I sent out Saturday morning, but I really do believe that this is one of those moments in time where it really matters how we show up as the body of Christ. We have a great opportunity to offer peace, hope, and healing to the world. I know many of you feel anxious, and that is okay. Feel the anxiety. Breathe it in, but then breathe the anxiety out. Be mindful of our Lord's promise. Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will never pass away. Because the truth is, there is no room for pessimism in the Christian faith. The word gospel literally means good news. Christianity is news. The good news that heaven and earth may pass away, but that Jesus' word to us never will. The coronavirus in time, it will pass away. Jesus' word will never pass away. And as he says in the Gospel of Matthew, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Or in Hebrews, I will never leave you or forsake you. Or in John, I go to prepare a place for you. Heaven and earth will pass away, but Jesus' word will never pass away. And it's important to Jesus that we know this and that we trust in his word, 
Because here's the thing, given enough time, the church and the temple, the economy, your health, your loved ones, your job, your peace of mind, your time in college, your time with your kids, heaven and earth itself, they may all pass away, even the stars may fall, and the sun stops shining. Those lights may pass away. But my light, Jesus says, my word, my promise to you, it never will. And so today, I remind you that by the power of the Holy Spirit, our job is to abound in hope, to abound in hope. And to be clear, hope is not the same thing as optimism. Optimism is built on the conviction that the old order of things will eventually get better and that somehow we will manage to repair it. But hope is much different. Hope is built on the conviction that a new order of things, a new kingdom already exists, and that one day the king himself will appear to repair everything that's good and everything we love about the old order of things, while also bringing new realities into being. And so don't be pessimistic and try not to be overly anxious. This is not a time to be gloomy or sad or overly fearful. On the contrary, it is a time to be intentionally hopeful. It is a time to expect. It is a time to prepare for the new thing God wants to do in our midst here at St. Michael's. It is a time to prepare for the new thing that God wants to do in our world. Jesus has given us his word. He is at work even now, making all things new. And Jesus's word will never pass away. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, ruler of all things in heaven and earth, hear our prayers for this parish family of St. Michael's Episcopal Church. Strengthen the faithful, give hope to the hopeless, arouse the careless, and restore the penitent. Grant us all things necessary for our common life during this time, and bring us all to be of one heart and one mind within your holy church. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.